We are at Kevin's house. We are canonically at canonically her house. Yes, I understand. And I have a bunk bed in the other room. (laughs) Cool. Should we try to do Porones of Muscadet? We probably should. It's probably a good idea. Um, Should we wait till next episode when we're doing the non-Muscadet Muscadets? Or just do it now? Like, fuck it. What do you think, man? I, dude, what's the arc you of can't, this? You can't like, perone on the couch is the rule, though. That's, that's not a, that's It's white wine. No, it's... Babe, is it a rule? Yeah, no fucking perone. <laughs> Damn. This couch, this couch, this couch this costs couch more than your life. Two things. Watching TV and make them, making sex. This Ikea chair is for peroning and making sex to yourself. Cool. So... Discourageous. <laughs> Man, straight men really do be living like this. They don't see any problems. It's true. <laughs> Just living my truth. What's what's life like um, in your house? It's yeah. a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. Yeah, what, what? Beers in the shower every day. Oh yeah, Beers I mean. Alizé, you know? Oh yeah, I've I've actually been more um, cocktails in the shower. Oh, oh my, wow. yeah. Oh boy, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> a little white Russian in the shower. I know how you oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> I have another one. Get that Curry. milk curdling in the heat. <laughs> oh, my God. my my coworker is making. Clarified milk punch or something at the office. Why? Cool. Because yeah. it's cool. we sell booze and stuff, and it's for like an event. But I just to like punish people. The fridge at work, and it's just like uh, a giant flask full of curdling milk and orange juice or whatever is in it, and it just looks so gross. That's in my story. Great story. Yeah, Loved that. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to share my truth. I can really see that we're going to have a good episode today. <laughs> like, I, I really. Like, Oh, my mic's been too low the whole time. So. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I guess we're starting uh, now then. Yeah. Now, now, now we're ready. Now we're ready to do some jokes. Yeah. Um. So, uh. how's your life? It's it's a good life. It's. I don't know. You gotta be more specific than that. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Cool. You heard it here first. I get I get to buy wine from you two lovely fellas. Oh uh, yeah. We always ask this. Who's your, which one's your favorite? Oh, it's not fair. It's Kevin. Kevin's your favorite. We only all no, do this no, one. no. No, I mean, if, if I was your favorite, it'd be fucking weird. Like, it's not. It, hey, yeah, you're like, um, you know, my new friend. Like, new Kevin's da- my old friend. New dad, old dad. Yeah, it's sort of like if um, <laughs> my mom and my girlfriend just met and they liked each other, and it's like, I don't know, it's a good thing, but I also feel weird about this it. Like, exactly they're talking about like me that. behind my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Wait, which I, one is your mom? Which one's your girlfriend? Mom's that's true, yeah. <laughs> Canonically, you were. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, by the Thank way. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Where was my Mother's Day card? Uh, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. Yeah, yeah it'll be there it. by next Tuesday. <laughs> I was drinking a lot of white wine and yelling at my dog yesterday, so yeah. it was like very Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what what white wine? Um, I was drinking Vermentino from uh, Amandria by, uh, I keep forgetting his name, he's a... He's a producer I sell from Corsica. <laughs> cool. Doesn't sound like you're selling them too good. Amnesia guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think he's steampunk. 
I'm not sure. He has these like, weird, cor- yeah. he has these weird glasses, and I can't tell if they're Corsican or steampunk. He wears a flat rimmed cap, and it's like the same thing. I'm like, I think he's a pocket watch, and I just, I can't tell. The cool thing about being a winemaker is you get to also be like any other um, subculture you want to be. Like you can be a winemaker and goth mm-hmm. very easily, or you can be a winemaker and steampunk, or you can be winemaker and an anime head. Like you're welcome to choose your subculture. I don't know if anyone here agrees with that. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? I think all of the winemakers I know are sex freaks. Mm, that's a subculture. Yeah, but they, they, <laughs> they all are that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's like, a, I mean, John, do you think that waitress is hitting on me? I'm like, <laughs> she's at a different table. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I think she wants it real bad. <laughs> that doesn't preclude him from also being goth. No, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's fun hearing the stories about winemakers. Yeah. A- aside from like the wine stuff, like yeah, um, we just did a tasting with um, like the Daycomb family. Uh-huh. Um, so like George the father, Kevin, and uh, Damien, the two sons. Yeah, and apparently <laughs> Day they- and Mien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently those two are like they love BMX. And- <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, like Hillbilly is riding their BMX. Around where it goes. yeah. Well, who's that kid? There's a child, like a 12-year-old, who made a Beaujolais a couple years oh, ago. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah. think he was 13. Yeah. But it, yeah. it was like, my name's Chris, and these are my wines. Yeah. <laughs> that's with, amazing. And it was fine. <laughs> I bet you he's like, that's like the, what's her name from Game of Thrones, who was the lord of like the the, the winter people. Go on. So here's, <laughs> I'm the Game of Thrones <laughs> fan who back. knows no nobody's <laughs> name. I've never learned a character's name. This is such fresh content, man. No one's ever had this conversation before. Yeah. Well, I'll stop. What, what do you call no. Daenerys Stormborn, the first of her name? Uh, the dragon. Duh. That's crazy, man. Yeah, Keep it's going. Crazy, you got man. some good jokes. Uh, Peter Dinklage. I call Peter Dinklage. Okay. Uh, Golden Hand. I call Golden Hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, Sam the book guy. He's cool. Okay. So- Sam was my favorite character. Sam's and an amazing he's, character. He's my and I obviously character. see myself in yeah. him. My dude's obviously. impregnating. Oh, yeah. He's out there dude, just like... He's, out he's like, I'm just reading books and getting laid. And I'm dude, like, Sam Fox. Same. Wait, Hell sorry. Yeah. <laughs> reading books and doing nooks. <laughs> that part is definitely in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We've now officially entered podcast time. Awesome. Um, Let's have a quick moment of silence. <laughs> uh, I guess we're just like we're all pretty down because we just watched the greatest episode of television ever last night. Yeah, it was so really it's good. Really, it's been intense. By the time um, you guys have heard this, first oh, yeah. of all, you will have come to our party. Yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? It was. Good. I was asking. You, this is actually oh, yeah. the bit we're going to do is we're going to speculate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think all three of us are speaking to each other still? <laughs> I, I feel like. One combination of the two of us is going to have a falling out on Sunday. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> well, Kevin won't be drinking. Oh, I've got a huge update. Go oh. on. Huge update. Huge update. I pushed my second mouth surgery back two weeks. I'm dabbing. Yes. I'm dabbing. Yes. Oh, so, around. As of right now, I am very hungover. All right. So now uh, we're, we're all... We're all back. we're all back together. <laughs> Casey the was like back yeah. together. Hey, next Sunday night, I'm gonna need you to like take care of the dog. I've got some art thing. I was like, oh well, Kevin's not drinking, so I probably won't be drinking either. Oh, so no. this is great. I'm You're gonna, gonna be, be in trouble, howling at the moon. You're bringing the dog to the party. Yeah, she's coming to the party. So we probably should have done an episode with you like the week before the party. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, it was, so, it was awesome. Or at least this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, you guys just missed a really cool party at uh, Heritage Wines. Or you were just there. Yeah, I'd say yeah. What do you think is the wildest thing that happened? Um, there was that thing that happened with that guy. That mm. was pretty weird. Mm. Um, I it's I... Zach. I think Zach did yeah. something bad. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I think Zach did something moderately weird and then spent 15 hours worrying about it. Yes. Yeah, wait. How many, how many episodes is... has Zach been on? Or how Just many one, like but he's, <laughs> he's yeah. living for free in our head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's roaming around up He's there. the podcast AOC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, which, which AOC? Both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think um, the weird thing is if Zach does something weird, like we're the people he usually texts about it, but we'll be the ones that he did something weird to. So who does he turn to? I can, oh, maybe he's going to text the, Jenny. In, <laughs> Instagram's oh, feed. Yeah. That, that group chat. Yeah. The one that he accidentally invited us to. That was bad. Oh, were you in that for a second? <laughs> no. There was a bad one. Um, I'm part of it, so I love it. <laughs> I, I, I bounce pretty quick. It is all just weird wine memes and like sports talk, and I'm just like hanging on by my, <laughs> the skin of my teeth. Like, oh, I hope you're they lurking. Don't notice. You're like old school lurking. <laughs> that was my favorite thing to do on message board, to just be a lurker. Yeah. I just drop a lol sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, oh, our podcast is dumb. Yeah, well, life is really dumb. It's true. Um, um, do you guys want to drink wine? I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Cool. Okay. Well, what do you guys want to drink? Muscadet. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I, you, you know, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if you got that text message, like, do you want to come over and drink Muscadet? How much that would suck if there wasn't a podcast? <laughs> like, three bros of glasses drinking Muscadet? Mm. Oh, that sounds great, actually. Let's have some white wine and no food on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's do it. Okay, well, um, Hi. Uh, welcome to Discordious. It's a podcast about wine. I'm Duck. I lost my voice because I was shouting today. So sorry. That's how he sells wine, by shouting at people. I, I shout at them if they don't buy wine from me. Uh, hi, I'm Kevin. I'm the dumb one. Um, I am a lover of Muscadet. Our guest today is Brian Heiss from Heritage Wines. You got my name um, right. Thanks, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you ever add a T to the end of it? Oh, uh, um, no. Bryant? No. <laughs> no, heist, silly. I I knew. Okay, that was really good. Thanks. Thanks. We're that back. was a good joke. That was a good joke. Um, yeah, Brian made a good point. You're only you're only our second retail guest, I think. We had um, Nathan from Thirst. We did. Yeah, and I can't think. I couldn't think of anyone else off the top of my head. I don't remember anything we've ever done. Okay, cool. so yeah, I think it's second retail guy. Yeah. Um. And second for green retail. You guys are yeah. basically enemies. No, no. Yeah. Hey, there's enough. There's enough for everyone. Um, yeah, and I, I love thirst. Yeah. I'll send people over there. So, cool. All right. What? Well, everyone, don't go to Heritage. Go to Thirst. And uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Actually, yeah. just buy wine direct from me. Oh, weird. Okay. okay. Weird flex. Um, we're having Muscadet today. Yeah, well, welcome to the fucking Terror Dome. Guys, I fucking really don't like Muscadet anymore. This happened well, on the debate. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. I'm like, keep thinking this back. is a good idea. I just like, I, I, I was like reading about this and I was like, fuck. I couldn't make my brain care about it today. No, well, it's been a long week. It's going to be longer. Um, here we are. Rock us like a Muscadet. Um, we're doing Gabbro with Clay, basically. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about dumb shit, and, and you're going to love it. You're going to fucking eat it up. 
Yeah, you fucking piggies. <laughs> <laughs> which which one is this? Uh, it's Muscadet, dude. Difference. It's a fucking it's Muscadet. Muscadet. Cool. It's just Muscadet. It's made of oh. like uh, Chablis or some shit. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the like 12th bottle of Pepier we've had. <laughs> yeah, we're really... We've bought a percentage point of Pepier's like, allocated wine. <laughs> this is their gorge. Mm-hmm. 2014. Um, so look, here we are. Okay. We've done granite. We've done it. We did, for some reason, both nice and schist at the same time. So that really cut out that was episode we could have done. not smart. <laughs> the only thing left is Gabbro uh, with clay. And it's confusing because clay is a topsoil and Gabbro is a bedrock. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that later. So, be- before we even start, I think that the biggest problem with Mescaday, yeah, if I may... Was uh, that it's called Miskame? Miskamusk. Um... <laughs> The real problem is that there's not an like yeah like it was actually pretty hard to source all the crews of Beaujolais. Mm-hmm. This is fucking impossible. Yeah, do better next year for Muscamay. Yeah, we expect a lot more crews floating around. Well, look, there's one that literally just started this year. Um, have you guys gone to Muscaday.fr? No, I'm it's not. amazing. You have? I have not. Oh my god, it's literally like. Welcome to Muska Day, and here's all the crews, and wow, we're having so much fun. But they have a list of all of the crews, and they just put like a word that they think describes that crew underneath it, and I want it to be trading cards so badly. Um, but under Gorge, it just says length. <laughs> Such a good subtweet. So fresh. Le Palette, it says unctuosity. Oh my. Clisson says power. These are all my DMs, people. Chateau Thibault means refinement. Um, I don't want to say all of them because I'm going to start pronouncing them. Arnold, right there. Yeah, Um, refinement. Museum Tillier. Complexity. Yeah, pretty complex saying that. Monnier Saint Fiacre. Body. Damn. Uh, I'm looking for Monier said Fiacra face with, <laughs> <laughs> with a gorge brain. Hit me up. Uh, Valette is opulence. And then there's, I didn't know about this one. Champ de Sur is silkiness. We should have got one of those. That would have been sick. So that's yeah. the only one that's See. not in, it's like not where the other ones are. It's the youngest crew communal. Uh, only one to be located in Muscadet, uh, Cotu de la Loire. Cool. Um, cool. Awesome. No one knows what the fuck this shit is, is the point. We're trying. Buy more next year for this holiday that we're celebrating every year to the end of time. <laughs> you guys, this is going <laughs> to... Please do this again next year. I think, actually, I think I want to do it again next year. We have to. Yeah. Um, um, so, this tastes downright flabby yeah. and tastes very Riesling-esque, actually, to me. Absolutely. Which is what um, people say Gabbro do. Right. So, Gabbro, it is volcanic. No more questions. Mm, yeah. we, we have a rock doctor here. Uh, no, no, we don't. You're not a rock scientist? <laughs> not that kind of rock. No, I only, t- I only took like uh, one or two classes on rocks. I've never taken a class on rock, so enlighten me, sir. What is a rock? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can you prove what a rock is? <laughs> also, aren't rocks flat? That's what I saw on YouTube. Yes, rocks are always flat. Cool. Always. That makes cool. sense yeah. to me. You're thinking of stones, Kevin. <laughs> oh, my, my mistake. Um, no, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, 
Are we talking about rocks or are we talking about this wine? That's now, that's the thing. Is is um, metal a rock? I well rocks I'm contain actually, metals. I'm like actually mm. not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a rock is. Is a bird a rock? Oh no. Okay, cool. We've got a no. Bird is not a rock. Tree. Tree no, we'll go no. Okay. okay. Yeah, because that's that's more like you're, you're getting into. A f- what if a tree fell in some mud and it was underground for a long time? Is a, it a long rock time. Now? It's probably going to be oil. 30, 40 <laughs> yeah. years. But what if it's a petrified tree? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, then that's a rock. Yeah, let's turn it into rocks. So trees can be rocks. Trees can be rocks, but rocks aren't necessarily trees. <laughs> this is what we're discovering. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a go to. Now, am I a rock? Yeah. You are in my heart. You Damn. are, or are you an island? My mm. human or my rockster? <laughs> <laughs> rockster sounds like a an off-brand Napster alternative from two thousand and four. It sounds like in an alternate world where like the internet never happened, so yeah. it's what French people think are cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a very cool. He's like a rockster. You it's know a rockster. I mean? He like dukes the PBR and he's like he does the rock. Um, no, so hey, Gabbro, it's igneous, or is it? Some yeah. people say it's not, but it is. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I mean, classically, it's igneous, right? Yeah, people say. I mean, yeah. it gets classified as igneous. It's volcanic in nature. It forms underground under pressure, like all the other igneous Heat pressure. No, okay, so but it's it's chemically the same as basalt. Okay, let's get that yeah. <laughs> out of the way <laughs> right away. Yeah, okay, this, uh, teach the controversy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia, paragraph one. <laughs> I was thinking about reading the the uh, reading about Gabbro on Wikipedia and just yeah. waiting until you guys shut me up. I did discover something amazing. Do you guys want to hear it? Yes. Gabbro is known as black granite. Ooh. And it is also a very popular material for gravestones. Oh. Yeah. Sick. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why, why would it be called black granite? Because it looks kind of like granite. It's not granite. But it's like, not a granite. No, it's different kind of rock. But it's probably easy to carve into because it's coarse. But the ancients did not know the differences of rocks. Well, think about it. They knew four elements. Rock. Heart. Blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Captain Planet. Captain and, Planet. Yeah. Monkey Guy. Storm monkey God. Guy. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that was a good joke. So, we're in Muscadet. We're in the land of a thousand rocks. <laughs> That's... Yeah. People only care about granite. We talked about this. Yes. People pretend to care about schist and nice because it makes some cool wines. And then sometimes they're like, this area has got some clay, and under that clay is a volcanic rock called Gabbro. We'll let those ones just but be. Gabbro, if you Google Gabbro, there's a bunch of Italian sites that have Gabbro. Gabbro is actually named after a rock formation in Italy. Yeah. So it's probably more correctly. Gabbro! <laughs> yeah. But like, eh, Gabbro! Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's a thing that exists. Yep. Just no one really seems to give a shit about it. So no one like, gives a shist about it. Uh, Gorge, which is where we are now, I'll let it pass, uh, was the first crew coming out. Yes. And it's the Gabbro clay one. So, mm-hmm. like, that's interesting to me that it wasn't one of the, um, uh, sorry, not limestone, one of the granite ones mm-hmm. that was the first to go into that like crew track these guys were preparing to be a crew in the mid 90s so they knew something was coming and they for some reason thought this soil was special enough that it was going to be one of the crews 
these are I will say that the, the entire Muscadet is like extremely unstudied. Yeah. And like people really like to come out it's like oh you don't do enough research, oh you have alcoholism, oh you're just like your father, your disappointment. <laughs> but like for real reals, these are it has been insane just like there's nothing in English. I couldn't find anything in French. Like there's nothing also like um things get like overwritten often. You're like, "Oh, I think I know this thing." And then another site says the exact opposite about something. Uh, and it becomes extremely confusing. People were um, suggesting that Gabbro was a metamorphic rock on the internet right before we started this. Yep. In some of the forums that we go to. The well, there was – I think it's on dating. the website for this producer. It calls it an oceanic metamorphic rock, which is the opposite of what it's supposed False. to be. Yeah. I need that one now. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I was keeping it for you. Uh, yeah, it's – I don't know. This uh, hold on, can we can we just get our opinions on this? I'm not you, into it. I'm not either. There's it, no acid. No, no. Right? It's, it's flabby. It's flabby. Yeah. Um, we've enjoyed the other Pepier bottlings. This one's pretty boring. A Pepier There's, also it, seems to be better older. That's yeah. true. A bit. Uh, all Muscadet is better older. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just like this one's just not doing it for me. No, but um, I'm glad we started with it because I'm yeah. hoping we have nowhere to go but up. Um, but yeah, there's just like, yeah, flabby is the only word for it. It's like, um, just sticking to my gaw. It's gone through mallow. It's yeah. round. It tastes actually, it feels almost exactly like a mouthful of heavy cream, mm-hmm. which, um, some people might find sexy and some people might find nice, but I don't, I find neither. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs more, I, I, it just doesn't feel like a good value. This is the first bottle we've had that doesn't feel like a value bottle. How much it was, was this? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. Yeah. I mean, it's hey Pepier, come fight me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I uh, not much to write home about. Literally, like if you brought this home for to drink with your family, no one would not drink it. People would be like, oh, this is fine. Would this my be parents would love this wine. Do they really? No, they, my general? parents would love this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And that's like kind of a slight at sorry. Sorry, mom and dad. Do you think they're listening? No. <laughs> um Do your parents listen? Um, my parents gave up. My mom occasionally passive aggressively like will throw some likes at the show. Like on Instagram. I don't think she listens, but I think she wants like hey, I like your show. Why don't you call me? Um do your parents contribute to the Patreon? No. So they're barely my parents, actually. <laughs> Canonically, everyone who contributes to the Patreon is more of my parent. Um, yeah, my parents don't either, but they definitely, like, bought me food when I was a kid. So that's chill. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's that, that was like, yeah. that was my... When I was a kid, I had this Patreon called, I'm your child, and you're, <laughs> you legally have to keep me alive. Yeah. Um, and they put a lot of money into that Patreon, so it's okay. Okay, I guess that's cool. <laughs> I'm a product of divorce, so actually I see things a little differently. So let's let's read about the Muscadet. Just um, go right over that. Yeah, no, I'm opening myself <laughs> no up to you, Doug. To talk about that, bro. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Wines of Gorge are characterized by their long, lingering finish. Not here. Zero fin. They deliver tension on the palate. No. Not here. <laughs> with aromas of menthol, lemon, smoke, and even flint. There was lemon, but like lemon, lemon and curd. Maybe yeah, flint? maybe a little flint. But, but, like, not mm, enough to make it mm. compelling. Um, also, they should actually put this in the taps in Flint, Michigan. Somewhat yes. muted when young, <laughs> the wines of gores require long Damn maturity. It, Kevin, that's a good joke. That was, that was a good joke. Kevin, I feel like you just passed over that. I didn't hear it. I'm dropping honest. gold bombs here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Whoa. 
Also impressive with the one hand. Thank you. Um, this wine comes with a tag, so you know it's domesticated. <laughs> this is someone's pet. This one also might be corked. So we just encountered one of the um, the, the the apocryphal stories about. Um, I didn't pronounce that word. <laughs> the apocryphal. The apocryphal. <laughs> you know when you're using apocryphal force to keep the water <laughs> yeah. in the bucket when you're swinging it around. <laughs> um, so, anyways, it turns out that uh, Muscadet is famous. For, old Muscadet is famous for smelling corked and tasting corked and being corked. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> this. We all thought was corked. We don't think it's corked any longer. We're trying to figure out what the deal is. Hey, this is a good opportunity. As with some wine expert friends, I'm so stupid. What's corking? Um, Mommy, what's corking? I'm trying not to do the obvious jokes. We, this is not a joke podcast. Any right? jokes would be good this episode. <laughs> <laughs> when a man loves a woman. Um. Cork taint is something that, when I say it out loud, <laughs> makes my friends who aren't in the wine industry laugh because it has the word taint in it. This is fine now. Yeah. No, honestly, it's so it's, as John alluded to, like apocryphally, people talk about muscadets smelling like cork sometimes because of musk. musky. And wow. We've mentioned this every episode. This makes me concerned because remember the first muscadet episode we did? Yep. We had that bottle that we thought was corked. I think it was. You think it was actually corked? Yeah. Okay, I hope so. So for me, the, here's the difference, is that when we opened this, it smelled like cork. When I poured it in my glass, it smelled like less cork. And when I put it in my mouth, it didn't taste like cork. Cork doesn't do that. No, cork. If there's yeah. cork taint, which is T-A-I-N-T. No, <laughs> is it T-C-A? <laughs> What's the chemical compound? Zach is screaming at us right now. Sorry, Zach. It's like T-C-A-B or some shit. T- A-C-A-B. N-W-A. Yeah. TMNT, those letters. All corks are bastards. A <laughs> <laughs> cab, of course. Um, it's a chemical that gets into the wine and makes it taste like dead dog cardboard. But Muscadet sometimes smells like that, but isn't that. It doesn't have that chemical compound. It just has a general musky muskiness. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's really fucking freaky, actually, because, like, you, you, when you smell cork and it gets all wiggly, yeah. it becomes almost impossible to taste wine accurately because you just like it sends off all of my alarm bells, my spider mm-hmm. senses. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually I'm gonna make a statement here. This might be good. Yeah, it's actually way better than the last one. Once once I got past the being scared of that, um, no peroni on the couch. <laughs> ah, I'm um, so sorry, I peroni. My wife will not allow you back. <laughs> this has acid now. Yeah. Acid. Well, that's the thing that the first one didn't have. Yeah. It's like a whipped up lemon curd. Um, it's no no mallow on this. So it's, it must have been blocked somehow. Laser beanie. Well, it's a little all, temperature it's, control. It's all underground too, right? So it's just about being cold and just keeping that from happening. Um, this is the Domaine uh, Michel Bregion. Um, wow, this is brought in by Kermit Lynch. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder whose books are going to be working with Kermit Lynch wine starting on June first. Hey man, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> is, you. Is this an inside thing? Like, what, what's going on? Can with we that? all make a promise to never buy a Kermit Lynch wine again? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really buy. Too much Would you say Kermit Lynch? I don't want to put words in your mouth. He could eat a bullet. Would you say that? 
no. Co-sign my pledge. No. To I, kill let's Kermit say, Lynch. Let's say one of your good friends' books is going to be selling Kermit Lynch wine starting June 1st. Um, and that friend is me. I would say, <laughs> please don't bring it to me. Um, can, can, I've been thinking this for a while. Kermit Binch. Oh, that's good. That's good. No, we've been Kermit Lynch fans on this podcast. Aside, I'm, I'm obviously not selling this wine, and I'm not selling any of the wines we've ever had. It seems like you can really pick some fucking wine, man. This is good. I like this. this but no, we love it. You have to say that, though. <laughs> no, this, this is, it's fine. I, dude, I feel like every, the, both of these are like falling a little bit short. No, I agree with you. Um, especially compared to the last episodes. Um, yeah, what the f- what the fuck? Can can we swear on this? Yes. No. Okay. Okay. You listen to the fucking show. <laughs> well, do, I mean, we add the swears we, at, after we, post. Do we do we need to have a swear jar like the you know? Uh, wait, who is Josie episode? Josie. Oh yeah, no. Um, I just I'm not. A huge fan, and fuck you guys for having me on the Gabbro episode. Well, look, we didn't know. <laughs> Yo, Gabbro, Gabbro. <laughs> we haven't. I honestly hadn't considered where my muscadet was being grown ever before. Now, I thought someone was going to stop us before muscame happened. Uh-huh. Like, I really thought someone would be like, "Hey, this is a bad idea. Think about your fans. Think about your relationship with your fans." But nope. It just we just got to do it, and we're just here. Living fat on the hog, and we're drinking this muscadet, and I don't fucking want it. You know what I really want? Nebbiolo. Ooh, baby, wouldn't that be nice? Who, who, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Nebbiolo. Hey, Nebbiolo, some truffles. Hey, Tommy Ooh. Nebbiolo's here. Hey, what's hey, up, baby? You get the thunderbolt when you see a beautiful woman, you have some Nebbiolo. <laughs> I would fucking kill for that feeling. This is, I've had so much white wine. Um, Look, let's be honest, white wine is good. White wine's great. Muscadet is good when you have good Muscadet. All I think the, I'm, yeah. I'm interested because we've had two wines, both from Gorge, uh, both on Gabbro, and I think they've both been underwhelming. A lot of the, the literature hints that Muscadet on granite is the most compelling, the most age-worthy, followed by the metamorphics. Mm-hmm. And then it stops talking. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't even mention Gabbro. Yeah, we, like, perhaps in, there's a reason. In trying to do a little research on for yeah. this episode, it was like just talking about granite, a little bit, yeah, about metamorphic, right? You know, you know, heard some nice, heard some chest, and then also like Gabbro, they're just like, yeah, stuff exists. This is like it's a- often Gabbro with like sand and like they often they put sand directly in the wine. They put sand, but they. <laughs> I think it's interesting when when you're talking about soil, and we, we mentioned this in the, the, the James episode, where what we're really talking about is bedrock. Correct. Yeah. I've, I've, I've found this pattern where if the bedrock story isn't compelling, then you start talking about the, the topsoil. So when people start mentioning on sand or on clay, oftentimes it's because like underneath it, it's like just a bunch of crap. No yeah. one really cares about it. Yeah. And so now we're talking about the topsoil because the bedrock isn't limestone or granite or something homogenous that's easy to dissect. And therefore we're saying, well, it's on sand, so the vines are older because uh, phylloxera couldn't get there. Or the drainage is good. Or it's on clay, so it's retaining a lot of water. Um, So it's just just interesting. Yeah. No, you're right. Sorry. This is a blend of the two wines. Oh, (laughs) nice. (laughs) Be bad. Didn't make either of them better. (laughs) Would you like you to pour it out? Or do you want to chug it through? Yeah, here we go. On. Oh wow! This is what we brought you here this for. This is the Brian. first time we've had a guest 
actually drink wine. <laughs> Everyone's always faking it on this podcast. It's true. It's like watching a pornography. I've been nervous you know when you to, see it. to bring Brian on the episode because I just knew he could outdrink us. Well, hold on. Here, like, you know interesting that it. you brought up, up porn. Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is how, I, expl- never this is how I explain orange wine. Let me know if this is Hell yeah, wrong. Dude. It's um, Orange wine is like porn. There's no, like, definition for it, but you know when you see it. Yeah. That's correct. Also, yeah. it involves skin contact. Oh, yeah. I actually use this line. Oh, a, I, no, 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 no. Sometimes pornography is just in the mind, man. Oh, Talk about shit. that mind sex, which is my favorite Dead President song. <laughs> 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 I remember uh, me and my college roommate used to quote at each other all the time. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a bath with you, girl. Um, <laughs> so for me, um, I use the pornography line to describe natural wine because I think that natural wine, similarly, you know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about growing biodynamically or like um, doing nothing in the cellar. It's also saying fuck you to the right people, which um, I'm hoping that at some point ends. Like, But so many natural yeah, winemakers well. are like – none of these wines we've had would be natural, I think. I think all of them would fit in the natty spectrum, but none of them are mad. None of them have an axe to grind. They're just like, right. yeah, we don't do sulfites because no one gives a shit about Muscadet. The cool way to talk about it is to talk about it as punk rock, obviously, yes. because punk rock has always been cool. Just like conservatism. Right. So um, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm the people's philosopher, okay? Um, no, I think it's – these wines are all – on like the two that we've had have both been like organically farmed. Um, they've But then they've been just like – there's there's no point of view outside of we're just making wine. They're not trying to be like quote unquote natural wine or anything like that, or even saying that they are. It's this, outside of the realm of possibility. We have a natural wine partisan here. Yeah. yeah. Imagine these wines are good. Would you put them in your store? Um, if they were good, sure. But I feel like these are like. I know someone oh, who sells Kermit Lynch wines. <laughs> not yet. June first. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. I feel like these are like. Boring Muscadet wines. Yeah. So far. I mean, and we got one more, but... they weren't cheap boring. Like, No. They should have been $10 cheaper, in theory. It, and, it, yeah, they should have been $10 cheaper, so I could still not buy them. Right. Yeah. I don't think any of them would be great with oysters, either, which is no. the, the biggest sin. Yes. This one isn't... So this one, the, the, the muskiness has gone away. And, yes, there is some acid, but there's still, like, a deadness to it. There's like a thud at the end of the palate that like kills it, and that's the exact opposite of what I would want with oysters. Exactly, like, I want something that continues the oyster conversation as I drink it, and makes me like prepped for the next oyster. Yeah, I mean, Kevin, you sell me a muscadet that is on our like under twenty. Yeah, um, sixteen bucks on the shelf, and it rips. Yeah, it, it's, that acidity it's good is for fantastic. Its fucking price, it's exactly yeah. what you want it to do. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I'm really interested in tasting the third wine, which is much, much older. Much, much richer from Clos Armand. But these wines fucking blow. I, I, I feel so grumpy about this right yeah. now. It's a, yeah. it's a shitty rainy day. It's also it's, a rainy it's, day. It's, a bad it's day, the wrong yeah. day to be drinking Muscadet. Um, it's the wrong month. Yeah, we should have done it in Muscadet February. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Muska June. <laughs> <laughs> Muska June sounds like Muska June is great. A dark dream. Muska June is a town in Canada. Um, 
I used to sell a gorge. Uh, I still sell some old muscadets, but it doesn't seem to the gorge doesn't seem to pop back up in stock very often. Yeah. And I remember bringing out a lot. And people were like, is this wine corked? And I'm like, yeah, it's probably corked. You're right. And then just like leaving the bottle. I wish I had known this then that old muscadet tastes corked often. Yeah. I still wouldn't have sold any fucking gorge, right. but I would have drank it later. Is that why they call it muscadet? Because it's like musky. <laughs> wow! Wow! What a great callback. <laughs> Um, uh, but they got cut. <laughs> I actually want to follow up on that because one thing is I heard that Muscadet does tend to have a little bit of musk, but what the real issue is the wines are hanging out in the lees forever. Yeah. yeah. And like there's a lot of producers out there who are not making doing the cleanest winemaking. Yeah. Like, so it's dirty lees for a long fucking time and like this kind of attitude of well, fuck it, it's Muscadet. The lees aren't okay. dirty. But like the winemaking's dirty. Yeah. I also think it's funny that um when you guys have explained Sir Lee, uh-huh. you're like on the lees. Yeah, Sir Lee, <laughs> which like, is French for on the lees. Wait, I'm yeah. sorry, but really, like, what does that even mean? Dirty right. lees, like, done I dirt don't... cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that could cool. be a subtitle. Of no, but episode. I mean, I feel like, like, <laughs> let's talk about what that actually means. Yeah, because you, like, we we've been accused of not educating people in the past, and we and you vehemently know who you deny are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But you know what? I, you know what I mean. Okay, so. Yeah. Like either one of you. Well, like, what is surly? Where what does on the lees mean? It's on. It's left on. They don't rack off of the dead yeast that is left over at the end of fermentation. It's a grody little bullshit poop layer, mm-hmm. and it hangs out there. And it it does give a lot of flavor to stuff and other, texture. More importantly, I think. But it gives it it reacts strangely to things, which is why you have to have a very 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 sterile environment. Um. Old Muscadet is generally done in like enamel lined containers. Underground, are, usually. Yeah, allow yeah. no oxygen in there. Because yeah. leaves of oxygen start getting like. There's a moment where it gets all creamy and then it turns into like rancid meat notes mm-hmm. really fucking fast. So, um, Muscadet Sur Lee is got to be like extremely like. It's more precisely Muscadet Sans Uxiaigiano. And they talk about a lot of times you That's talk French about people <laughs> reading oh, that, when you yeah. read about uh, muscadet production. Mm-hmm. A lot of what they do is done to avoid oxygen contact. So they they're harvesting super early, pressing before the oxygen comes out in the morning. I'm just joking, um, but they <laughs> you do that really. They well. try to do things very very quickly so that the oxygen contact is minimal minimized. Um, Me too, dude. And then they, <laughs> uh, and then put underground to ferment so the oxygen uh, content is minimized. Oh, trying to make it fresh, <laughs> trying to make it bright. Yeah, me, dude. Um, I, we know you want to be in a coffin. I'm sorry. I, I want to fucking die <laughs> so bad, dude. Um, and it's something that that they talk about a lot. So that's I, I got distracted the, by John. I mean, here's the thing: we keep talking Muscadet and Chablis. If you could charge as much for a bottle of Muscadet as you charge for Chablis, I bet you would have a lot better fucking Muscadet. Well, this is a cart before the horse or like a – you know what I mean? Like which comes first? Like do you invest the money into making better wine and demand higher prices or does the market – the market's not going to tell you that. Like maybe these winemakers – Need to step up a little bit here. I mean, we've had good wine. This oh, month. blame the victim. Yeah, we've okay. had good wine this month. Mm, mm, mm. We've had fantastic wine in the and grand this, episode. These two were, we've had two bad ones in a row, and we're losing our shit. Like okay. we've had fifteen thousand Muscadets in the last month. So listen, Muscadet is never going to be Paris Basin wine. 
Then we'll be, then we'll be, then we'll be what? We'll be what? What? Paris, Paris Basin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the rim from like Sancerre through like Champagne down into Chablis. Right. It's where we get the word Paris, which is a city in France from. <laughs> is that where it comes yeah. from? Yeah. As they would say, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, no, Basin. Like, Muscadet is never going to be that. Muscadet is like the D.C. of winemaking regions. It's basically a swamp, and we need to drain it. I don't want this to be the takeaway today <laughs> because we start out with such high hopes. Like I, I do think – like remember when we were saying that everyone will be drinking Cru Muscadet after this? Yeah. Everyone should be drinking Muscadet on granite because it ages forever. Everybody should be drinking Muscadet on, on schist because it ages for about 10 years, and it's very good. Mm-hmm. And those wines feel like bargains. This wine feels like a burden. Yeah. I think that I, I again, don't know. That, thank you guys. I, I'm so glad to be here. I don't I'm happy know to see you. <laughs> Look, we have to do all of these episodes, so you just have to do the one. You have to share the pain. This is what being a fan is. Canonically, uh, yeah. all of our fans have been on an episode now. We have no more fans. <laughs> cool. Patreon.com backslash. Oh, he knows all of our Dude, lines. You know our, you know our catchphrase. <laughs> it's good. Now, you can actually type that in your computer and give us money if you wanted to. Um, if this bottle's not good, can we drink tequila? I, I'm not going to drink in our bad bottle of wine. If it's bad, we'll drink tequila and we'll talk about our feelings. Are the mics on? Yeah. Mex on. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If the if the wine's bad, we'll drink mezcal or tequila. I call them they're synonymous because, of course, tequila is a type. Can of I just mezcal. read the text um, from the last bottle we just had that we all disliked? And yes. it could have been an off bottle. We don't know. Like again, it's hard to judge. It has a badge on it, and you know, what I say A C A B. Man, all cops are bastards. It does. It does look like it's going backstage at like Coachella. It looks like it's going to see my license and registration. Registration, <laughs> yeah. Registration. The wine's not swerving. working. You should have some more. Yeah, dogs suck it. So mm, this is mm, Michelle mm. uh, Brigion, his lifelong dream to elevate the wine of Muscadet to a loftier <laughs> status. Cool, good job. Yeah, it elevate says this wine. He Michael. was blessed with the Appalachian's greatest terroir, <laughs> Gabro. Which, and then That's they say him. this is where it says the metamorphic ocean bedrock, known locally as Gabro, which is like You're wrong, wrong on so many levels, You're wrong. right? Like. It's not metamorphic. It's igneous. It's not known locally as Gabbro. Gabbro, as we talked before, is an Italian name for it. So, like, on several levels, that's incorrect. I don't know. I just I, – I, I think it comes down to no one's taking the time to learn what Gabbro is. No, but – except for us. And that's what we're here for. No, I mean – And, and, not, not and even Brian. Me. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're part you. of us. Hey. You're part of us now. Fuck you guys for having me on the Gabbro episode. <laughs> this, I promise you this was not a subtweet. Please do not stop yeah. buying wine from us. We think you're better than Gabbro. We were hoping you'd elevate it with your we trademark knew jokes. Needed, we needed oh. a power hitter. No, we were like, guys, we got to trade for Johnny Manziel. Let's here. get rid of our D-line. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about football because we all know what it is. Yeah. Um, I never get rid of this D-line. <laughs> <laughs> But look, we got one last. And this last one's also on Gabro, or it's just on clay. I can't it's, remember. It's a little bit of clay over Gabro. Got it. This well, is Clo Armand. Clo Armand from um, Michel Delmo, um, which is uh, uh It's actually uh, one of Cool Keith's uh, kind of a subtweet labels. Can we just talk about old punk rock? Hell yeah! <laughs> Hit me, baby. One more time. 
my uh, favorite punk, punk rock, rock song. song. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Ramones song. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> I was listening to the last episode, uh-huh. and I only wanted to say Texas is the reason that the president's dead. Oh, hell yeah. You know that song? You don't, you fucking poser. I'm sorry. I was too busy uh, doing theater. Misfits is basically theater for punk rockers. Oh, that's very true. That's All very of my true. ugliest friends like the Misfits. Hey, yeah, that's tracks. Oh, you stop it. Um, <laughs> what 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 musicals? Did you do plays or musicals? Musicals. Okay, which ones? I did plays too. Um, so I was in uh, uh, as in the Wizard of Oz. I was in West Side Story. Yep. I you was Shark or a Jet. I was. Take a wild guess, bitch. The chorus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm imagining that when no. you went to school, everyone was no, They had a hard time with that, but I wasn't one of the ones who made the cut. I was um, I was in the Fantastics, which I really loved. Oh, yeah. Godspell, which I didn't love. Yeah. Godspell is a bad musical. Godspell yeah. is a very bad – Fantastics is good as I hell. came to New York City in to be- high school to see – the Fantastics off Broadway somewhere. I saw Rent I think... on my 16th birthday. Oh, God. Oh, man. My mom was like, uh, really? 000. Okay, buddy. I got food poisoning right afterwards. I was... I used to play in musicals. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was a drummer for a bunch of them in Rochester. What's the most fun one to drum for? Um, Music Man. I'm absolutely joking. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably like hair or like uh, that um, one that's like hair. No, it w- I think my favorite was um, Pippin because there was no, uh, there's no like drum kit part. Uh-huh. So I got to just make it up. Oh. That was fun. It's or like jazz. Um, Fame is a really fun one. Could though. you do a, a paradiddle right now? Yeah. Cool. That sounded great on the pot of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's cut for sure. No, we're not. I, I was a drummer in high school too. Now, could I'm... you do two pairs of diddles? You mean a double paradiddle? <laughs> I was no. A, I was like the kid who um, wasn't good at music, so I I played the triangle, and there was like Sick. there was like the kid Sick. who had like dexterity who was like on the drum set, and I was like, one, two, one, two, ding. <laughs> it was really nice. cool. Nice. My Maybe parents used to go to my concerts and like, what the fuck is he? What, what are we doing here? Yeah, we should just get divorced, and they did. Wow. Anyway, this is the <laughs> second time you've tried to bring this up, and I'm going to keep moving us along. Let's drink the, the 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 last, the great last white hope, guys. I'm so nervous about this. I think it's going to be good. It smells good when I opened it. It's we'd very pea colored. We had a, a pair sign. of diddles, so I hope this one is a flam. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, like a flam tap, flamtastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. If you don't get that joke, why don't you study the drum like I did? (laughs) (laughs) The drum. Yeah. (laughs) The great single drum. Oh, this, Um, this, this smells like it's wine. Guys, uh, I hope this is good. This is going to be good, guys, I think. looks like Slimer's cum. (laughs) If he was a little dehydrated. Yeah. It also tastes like Slimer's cum. Um, don't at me. You know, it, t- it tastes like orange juice concentrate um, seen through uh, the veil of reality. Fuck it. Get the tequila. Yeah. It has all the same issues as the last two, right? Yeah. So this is Clo Armand 2000. It's very old. Um, on the train. Mm, actually, you know what this tastes like? If you dehydrated Sprite, ground it to a powder, and then snorted it, 
<laughs> and then like what your mucus would taste like. <laughs> I'm kind of into it, you're, actually. You're, this uh, wine can vote. Yeah, this is sick. Yeah, this, this wine can vote. But That's I was awesome. thinking, this wine really likes Adam Levine. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. But that could also be today, yeah. though. We but, also really like Adam Levine. <laughs> you know this wine's going to vote, like, libertarian or, yeah. you know, like, oh, no, this, this is not. This, this wine is like, I don't know, man. Voting doesn't matter. I'm just going to vote for Ralph Nader. Hey, guys, I'm really sorry, but the first time I ever voted, it was for Ralph Nader. My bitch, that's a very I cool I would have actually. also. And that's actually, I've gone from thinking that was a bad thing to a good thing again. High fives all around. <laughs> guys... Nader 2020, I'm calling it. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> Nader's Raiders, right here. <laughs> oh yeah, Ow, oh. berserker. <laughs> <laughs> Consumer protection. Yeah. So, um, this is Michelle that Delmo. That guy loves nutrition facts. Uh, what? And hold on, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I'm Tuck. so mad at you. Um, why don't we have information on wine? What do you mean? Ingredients. Oh, because there should only be one ingredient: love. Grapes and thyme. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's um. You want to use grapes and rosemary. Well, I'm I'm just saying. You That's know, the like, name of my pet hamsters. <laughs> okay, whatever. No, no, no I don't. Go, go, go on, go on, go on. Tell you, us. Do, no, is this, saying, are you being earnest? Do you think there should be ingredients on wine? I think so. I I think if you're adding chemicals, you need to like disclose that. Is yeah. oak a chemical? Mm. That's a great question. I think I think if you're adding like mega purple, or if you're adding like. A bunch of sulfites. Yeah, um, I think you need to disclose what you're adding. I mean, let's get let's get practical here. The people who don't want that are the people who have the most money. Who are yeah, the people of course. Who are adding I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying I, I, in a world it is that I like. Really interesting to me that like you have food that you put in your body. You have to put everything that it is mm-hmm. on the label. You have drugs. That you put in your body, and you have to put all of the side effects that could happen to except, you. If you take them. Except for and my guy Mitch. One yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> except for the cool ones. <laughs> and there's one thing in Warning, the middle of drugs and chilling. It's called alcohol. That they're like, yeah, it just gets you drunk. Don't worry about it, man. And you're like, yeah, that's chill. Like we're all, we literally are all okay with it. Like the whole world is like, yeah, like it's probably got like some weird stuff in it. Don't yeah. worry about it, man. My my dad. Okay. Dad chat. Here we Dad go, chat. baby girl. Um, this episode's my, blown off now. My, yeah. <laughs> Up. Whatever. Yeah. Blown off like the world my, trade. Yeah. My dad drinks Woodbridge, and he's like, yeah, it's a, it's the same stuff that you got. It's just a little cheaper. I'm like, no. No, no Dad, that is. It's not, but it's is it different than what's in Coca-Cola? Yeah, and but Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola has to list ingredients. Sure, of course. Yeah. Woodbridge doesn't. Right. I think that wine should... Constellation Brands owns the motherfucker. Yeah. Wine should 100% list ingredients. And I think if you are concerned about listing ingredients, you've done something wrong. Yeah. I, I, I obviously am not arguing with you guys, but it just, yeah. I, I wonder why that isn't something that the natural wine movement demands. Do it you think sucks. it's because... It sucks on it's, the label. Sure, it looks bad. And, and do you think it's also that it's like it's not a cool thing to ask for like it's not cool to be like is it too narky for the movement yeah like you know what i mean where it's like well we know what's good and we don't have to worry about that like let them do whatever like we don't care we believe what we're doing we're like above it well like, like, punk rock never saved anybody punk rock was just like about us saying fuck you to somebody right but like punk rock 
did not really like lean into environmentalism. Uh-uh. Punk rock hates cops, but didn't really like. They didn't get mobilized to like help people. Punk rock was invented on heroin, which was helping to pro- prop up bad regimes across the world and give money to the CIA and blah blah blah. You were doing drugs that gave money to the bad people. Like, if Natural Wine wanted to make the world a better place, right? They would insist on some narc ass shit. Yeah. But sure. all cops are bastards. So yeah. now here we are back at square one. And I mean, um, so I uh, was accosted by a drunk woman the other day. I was do- I was pouring wine. She's like. Hey, I was like, hey, what are you up to? And she was like, what's up? Man? Not much chilling. I was like, cool, me too. What's up, man? That's good haircut you got. And she's like, you too, dude. And we were like vibing for a while. And then she was like, hey. And I was like, oh, here we go. And um, she was like, which wine has the most calories? And I was like, that's a dumb question. I wouldn't say that. But I was like, actually thinking, it's weird that that is not a question that I know how to answer. Moscato. You think Moscato? It's, it has the most RS in it. But as, as, as the but, most calories. But, um, but, okay. I, but I wait, know. but sugar sugar converted to alcohol has exactly the same amount of calories as the sugar had. I don't know. But so like, would Zinfandel have the most calories? I, I it has said, the most alcohol? I said probably a Sancerre or a really dry Pinot Grigio is the best bet if you're trying to cut weight, but they're also all really bad for you. Yeah. But I was just thinking, like, the next step is once you insist on an ingredient label, then you have something bullshit like calories on it. And once there becomes a calorie label on wine, even if I don't look at it, it is a little bit scary because people start making diet wine. They already do make diet wine, but it's called yeah. Skinny Girl Margarita. Come but on. yeah, that's not no, one hundred percent. And it's wine isn't food is the problem. Bullshit! It's it's you what? don't you couldn't live on wine. I get you could seventy percent of my calories from wine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. wine and arugula and a poached egg, bitch. Wine and late night Wendy's when I'm yeah. drunk. Wine. The problem is, as soon as you put ingredients on wine, that you you've immediately turned it into a thing of sustenance instead of a thing of indulgence and pleasure. No, but wine is sustenance, man. Like uh, it's not a meal without wine. But it's not a meal without food. It's just wine. Then you're just a fucking drunk. I'm sorry, dude. I'm saying I'm not trying to subtweet you so hard, but like, get a hamburger, a bottle of wine, and a loaf of bread and cheese. <laughs> you're saying food things with it. Okay, it's like breathing air plus eating a cheeseburger is a meal. Like, but like, I'm saying that like bread and cheese by themselves is not a meal. Bread and cheese and wine is a meal. But bread and cheese by themselves are food. But they're not a meal, dude. <laughs> It's not. I, I, it's not civilized. Listen, I, I, I understand. I understand. All I'm the, saying is, Duck and Kevin are a snack, but Duck and Kevin and Brian are a meal. A whole oh. meal, dog. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cute. <laughs> now say you're the cute one. Um, no, but for real, like, it's a it's an interesting thing. Um, right now, uh, it's you know, there's no labels on wine. And that's, like, fine. I don't see that ever changing, or at least not in 20 years. I think it's bullshit. Because I don't think anyone wants it. I honestly don't think the corporations want it, and I don't think the small people want it. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. For one, the small people then have to submit themselves to more oversight. They submit themselves to more testing. More testing. Yeah, I which already, as you can see with the Sebastian David shit, has like it, it can be a real problem where they're trying to confiscate 2,000 bottles of a guy's livelihood and destroy it. So like, but can I get mad for a second? Yeah, please. Like for like, if natural winemakers want to be anything other than like saying fuck you to Robert Parker, who's uh-huh. basically dead already and who uh-huh. gives yeah. a shit. 
then like they have to make a fucking positive change. Like I, I was pouring a natural winemaker's uh, wine the other day, and his like labels just list all the things that aren't in there. But what's his name? Uh, I'm not gonna. Tell you. <laughs> but it was just like, hey, fuck you, dog. Sure. Like that's not. And I, 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 as someone who deeply believes in natural wine, like uh, a mask off, like natural wine is the future of wine. Um, oh, dude, we're gonna circle back on that, but finish okay. your point. I think I, I think natural wine is the future of wine. I think it's really, really, really important that like it can't only be sold to cool people. <laughs> like if like I was I, I was also at a natural wine bar the other day, and like there was like a couple, and they like painfully sucked. And like, should the wine taste like this? And like. Yeah, actually, they started saying a bunch of French words, uh-huh. and I was like, "You know what? I don't know if anyone's doing their job here." Like, yes, I, I really like abrasive wines, but uh, my favorite thing about my old favorite uh, restaurant was Tressel on Tenth, and they used to have a skull and crossbones next to all the weird wines, and no one does that anymore. And so you have to answer that fucking question: Is the wine supposed to taste like this? Like, there's a reason why we help people. Um, there's a reason why we all make so much money. I'm making easily four hundred thousand dollars this year selling wine, and I, <laughs> I think we're all—I'm in the low end in this room. We're all probably clearing about a million fifty together. Um, yeah, one million and fifty dollars. One million and fifty dollars. <laughs> but like, I think if natural wine is going to stop being like a bullshit thing that people make fun of hipsters about, then like we have to actually change wine and like labels fucking blow. But. Uh, the fucking TC, the the boards deciding what kind of labels we can use also blows. Like being real fucking sucks. Death yeah. is the only real fun. Being an adult is bad, but you have to do it so you can go to the doctor and wear a paper gown. And like saying that you guys can go to the doctor. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I sexed you guys from the doctor today. You got sexed in, bitch. <laughs> All right. So I, Doc, I absolutely hear what you're saying, and part of me absolutely agrees with you. Okay. And Kevin and I were at. Um, actually talking about this a little bit earlier. You guys had a conversation without me? Yeah, sorry, Bo. Um, this wine's okay. Okay, so natural wine is already kind of tapped. Like, it's a scarcity thing now. Uh, like, we're talking about this, yeah. I have, you know, one of my, my other reps came in and was just, like, defeated. Because they had a release of, like, 60 cases of this, like, certain orange wine that was... You know, a hundred and ninety eight dollar net pricing, which is very, very mm-hmm. reasonable for orange one. Um, and accounts like hounded him for it, but they couldn't get it. You know, and it's like, at what point do you allow? Hold on, this is gonna be a little bit cut, but um, like at. at do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Like, at what point um, do we like deal with the scarcity issue? Sure. Um, scarcity inherently is the nature of natural, like truly natural wine should inherently be scarce, and then, but then, it, but then it trades on its scarcity in order to get prestige. That's wrong. Go. Like this, I'm talking about the nature of natural wine as it is today. Okay. Is this is a true fact that. We talk about this a lot, you and me, Duck, because you have more allocated or hard to get wines than I do mm-hmm. as a book. And you can and get that's them. part of that's part of your business model in a sense, is that like I, I I get these fifteen cases and I will sell every single one because I only have fifteen cases. But they're not copies. fucking allocated in France. 
Like right. in France, they're like fucking glugging them and leaving them half full on the street. Yeah. Like I look, natural wine is, is rare in the city because we get like a, a, a tiny little glomule of it. Yeah. Um, but. But, but but they're but selling out I, in I think, France. I think what Brian's getting at is at a certain point you bump up against the economy of scale. Mm. And as soon as you start scaling up, that's when you start introducing less natural practices in order to inherently scale. And so if we're going to make natural wine for everybody, we are going to then have to start making concessions, which is the whole thing that natural wine inherently is supposed oh, to be. Oh, you invented yeah. California. No, no. So okay, that, that's a cute joke, but yeah, like that's a that's a place trying to make an economy out of something that's not necessarily economically feasible. You know what I mean? Like the idea of, of natural wine is maybe not economically feasible. Two years ago, my shop a wasn't a natural wine scale. shop, yeah. um, and I'm going to open my own natural wine shop. So it's like, and I know a couple other people that are opening natural wine shops, and it's like. As it grows, natural wine is not as scalable. There's as a finite resource to it that it's it's yeah. growing. Yeah. Um. So, you know, how do you how do we deal with the the scalability of it? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question, and uh, that's the one I want I'm, I'm able to answer. But at the same time, I I do think that like, if you want to change the world. God, I'm going to sound like a fucking Hillary stan. If you want to change the world, you have to kind of play in the fucking rules. Like, if natural one, all we want to do is, like, have, like, 15 restaurants and, like, 20 cool wine stores and then always have people's parents yell at us, like, fine, that's cool. I'll make my money. Um, but, like, it really fucking sucks watching an industry that's all about saying fuck you to people and, like... There's no reason these wines aren't natural wines. The only reason they're not natural is because they're not mad. Like, they're not great. I'm not, like, really standing for any of these ones. The last one's the best one, but none of them are good. Yeah. Like, no, the last not, one yeah. is as if, like, a lion popsicle ate a bunch of sawdust. Yeah. But, like, they're not, they're not good wines. But, like, all of the wines we've had in Muscamay have been natural to varying degrees. Sure. And, like, but again, it's those, they're natural to varying degrees. They're not, some of them are Paltu Mallow. Some of them. Halting mallow doesn't fucking hurt the planet, man. I don't give a shit about well, that. Well, I mean, that's, that's not what that's natural al- means. That's also the like. There is like back to an earlier the earlier conversation about orange wine. There's no real definition for natural. Zero. Um, I mean, we all have our own sort of idea of what that means. We all have our. There are like parts. some like bedrock statements like it needs to be organic, minimal intervention. But what does that mean? Like you can add sulfites. But how much? But to what limit? Oh, 40, not 50? Like, yeah. Yeah. Where are we drawing that line? Sure. Yeah. So, I I, like the way that I handle it in the shop is we have our shop's definition, um, which is different from like the raw wine fest, or it's different from another natural shop, maybe. But um, it's our definition. And that's, I don't know. Is that okay? Maybe natural wine is more akin to progress- progressive politics, where it's like you you might be progressive and you're like, I believe in Medicare for all, and you might be progressive and you believe like, I believe that like the state should become should be crumbled and there should be no prison. Like there are variant expressions of pro- of progressive ideology, but like all of it is in the right direction. And there, there are just different levels of it, right? Well, there's different things well, you focus on. Like, for right. instance, 
like um, to be a progressive, you should probably say all wars are bad. Yeah, that's like really where I'd like to start. Yeah, and like I think to be a natural winemaker, you should say wine should be grown organically. Sure, and like uh, I mean that is an aesthetic choice at some level because again, again, if you want to do things that were good for the planet, you would not fucking farm. Yeah, like. All human endeavor is bad for the planet. Like, literally all of it. Don't at me. Like, if you want to be good for the planet, you kill yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, biofatalism. And, like, I, I actually – I'm not really sure if growing organically in a really small vineyard is necessarily better in the long scale than growing, like, uh, commercially in a large area. Like, I, there's a lot of issues about that. But, like, you got to fucking make a stand. If you're not growing organically, you're just out of the natural wine movement. Um, and there's a lot of issues about that. But, like, don't fucking at me. Um and like, then there's other things like, do you want to focus your attention on uh, abolishing prisons? Yes, I do. Do you want to focus your attention on abolishing sulfites, converting everyone to Islam? Yes, <laughs> very much. That's my, the plank of my progressive platform. Bye, is that the most progressive man is Ali. Um, Muhammad Ali was pretty progressive. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. tight. He burnt his fucking draft card. Yeah, but cool. like, you, you make your fun cool. fucking things. But like, if we could just get organics. If we could just get people to be embarrassed to not grow organically, yeah. to be, like, upset and have to excuse themselves. Also, like, we should stop wearing clothes, right? Like, we should all be naked. It's about that time of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean I us right now. I mean, I do. But I, mean, I also I, just I mean, like, as a culture. Cold, I know, am, am, what I, happens am, in February? Mm, how do you stay warm in February? <laughs> yeah. You have to curl up in a nice bed of gabbro and just oh, yeah. uh, that get that volcanic warmth. Everyone's smushing on the B thirty eight. Am I am I being insane about this? Like no, I, I, it's just it drives me fucking nuts. Like we can't all be fucking Frank Cornelison. Um, we all have to fucking make wine that people can actually have. Yeah. No, I think I, I think I think the frustration of being in the wine world at this time is that like is wanting both things and not being able to have them both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can want people to farm as organically as possible, and that's inherently going to restrict their output. But By nature, what, it's about lowering your yields. It's about not overcropping. It's about all these things that inherently make you make less wine and make better wine. And that's inherently going to make the wine more interesting to people who care about that. And it's inherently going to make the prices soar that don't seem to make sense. Like all of this, it's, it's, it's a closed system. And so it's, it's a butterfly effect. And I think Whoa. we aren't quite sure like exactly what's going to happen. Much like Ashton Kutcher in the titular movie, butterfly effect. I watched that in Morocco. Uh, I mean, we're it's all going to end up in the uh, I don't remember what it was called, but I remember I watched it with my Moroccan host mother, uh-huh. and there were some sex scenes. And we just call them mothers, but go on. Well, I didn't. You, you, you guys don't know Mama Haji, um, and she would um, just like look at me and be like, "Oh no, sex scene." <laughs> I've done a bitch. Yeah, I li- I lived in Kenya with some uh, with a Muslim family. Hell so, yeah, dog. Yeah. So you you know Islam is light. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's true. It's the best religion. Hey, I, I, mm. okay. This is hold on. Are we going down this road? No, no, we're not. <laughs> it's gonna be a hard no for me, dog. Yeah. Um, look, I think I think we just had a very good natural wine argument. That argument's gonna happen forever. Let's talk about Muscat Day again because that's inherently why we're here. Muscat, may I honestly drink a red wine soon? Yes. I'd never hear Muska, you say Muscat, mother, that. may I drink a red wine? There you go. Uh, you didn't say Simon Says. 
I think so. The last one is the best of the three. You didn't tell us anything about it. We should just do that really okay. quick. Um, he's a guy. Uh, he's French. It's forty to seventy years old. Um, converted to organics um, a million years ago. Um, Twenty-seven hectares. Um, it's around uh, Monnier, uh, Gabra soil, Clormand. Um, the tasting notes from Chambers: musky, mushroom, and white pepper. So this is wine taste corked. Always taste corked. Um, I'm unenthused and unthrilled by it, and I would not like to. Did I say the name of the wine? No. I, personally, they probably don't want me to say the name of the wine. It's I think not, it's fine. I think of the three, it's the most interesting. It actually might be too old. Okay, yeah, like the, maybe five years we ago. We did say it's Michel Domo, um, yeah. Clormand, uh, two thousand. The cork says two thousand one. The bottle says two thousand. So, riddle me this. <laughs> it's it's far and away the best. Yeah, but that's like you know, the tallest kid in first grade. Yeah. Um, natural wine's so fucking frustrating. I know. It's like, Jesus, it's like people almost don't want people to drink because it, 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 it's it's so fixated on that not having like there are so many more lame people than cool people, mm-hmm. and like if you actually wanted to make things slightly better, you'd sell your wine to lame people, right? But like, there's like nine people in New York who fucking really drink Jura wines, and like everyone's like, oh, we should trust all of them. Well, we could always. Um... Not sell wine. Honestly, I'm thinking about. Have you heard of um, Blow. this um, self help group? Is called Nexium. You guys should really join. I don't know what Nexium is. This is a funny joke. Yeah. Is that the the sex cult from yeah. this, the college? Yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you could design a sex cult, and this is the last question I'm going to ask for about five seconds, what would the properties of your sex cult be? Um, probably that they, uh, you know, start buying my Herbalife products. Okay, <laughs> my dude's a businessman over here. He's not a businessman. He's a business man. I am a business. I work for myself. Work from home. No, I don't. You can not. too. Yeah. Just send thirty three forty nine, and you can get all of this information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the info. Before we wrap this up, yeah. can I just... I feel like I, I'm going to get some DMs about getting passionate. Are there other things... Uh, wh- for you two, what do you think the future of natural wine is? Like, Am I being fucking insane by saying it? hopefully it will affect normies? No, I, I think that it, you are being optimistic. Well... Someone's got to be in this podcast. No, I, I just think that, like, people know that things are bad for them and they still do them. People smoke cigarettes. People But people cocaine. might vape. People drink Coca-Cola and coffee and things that are inherently bad for them. And they, and they may desire better, higher-end things, but there's only a certain people that do. There are people who are very much fine having a cheeseburger from McDonald's that don't need to pay $22 to you know whoever to Danny Meyer to get a better cheeseburger like and that's okay too we wouldn't eat real meat anymore yes but it's fucking delicious so people who are gourmands like myself are going to want to eat it i don't know that there's a good answer that doesn't disappoint me like you said farming in general using land to grow grapes to make wine is not the best use of resources like 
if we were simply running a world to burn exactly as many calories as we need and no more, that would be better for the earth than eating candy bars and cheeseburgers. Yeah, but three billion But I like candy bars and cheeseburgers, and I like good wine. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I just want to say that before everyone gets down, consumer choices are not the problem. There are, like, 75 families that do, like... uh, All the murder. All of the... um, all the environmental crimes, and they have addresses that are listed in phone books. Yeah, like, go fuck them. Like the, don't there fuck are people, them. there are people doing go fuck things with them. Yeah, don't fuck them. Throw eggs at them, and those eggs could be grenades. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. And, and I guess just to, to dial it down to natural wine, I don't know <laughs> that I would love for wine to become overall more organic. I suppose. Um, but who is that for? For us or for for the people who are drinking it? No, you know. you talk to normies. You talk to to. The actual humans, not like these weird monsters I deal with all the day. What do they like? I, uh, I'm i nervous about natural wine moving forward in the next five years. Go on. Um, we have our little niche cut out right now, um, and it's gaining in popularity. Um, I just think there's like the potential for greenwashing. Yes. Like, you know, when Robert Mondavi puts out uh, natural wine mm-hmm. in probably three years. But if it's, what's that going to be like? What if it's and actually natural? That, well, I mean, exactly. Like, is that is that, is that good? good is that I don't? Yeah. You know, I have no idea. But when, like, he, when Costco has like, what's their brand called? Uh, um, Cost Costco. No, they have a brand. It's called shit. It's called shit. That's, called that's like, a bad name. A brand uh, called shit is one of my favorite early '90s rap groups. <laughs> yeah. Kentmore or some shit like that. Kentmore Estates. Hey, Emma, what's the Costco brand called? You know Costco, how they have their own brand? That's what she said. Oh, man. Kirkland. 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 Thank you. So when they have Kirkland orange wine, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good. Why? Because cream rises to the top. It's never going to... There will always be wine that we can be fucking dickheads about. Yeah. But if, like, you are just making things 10% better for the planet Mm -hmm. over all the bullshit bad uh, um, uh, vineyards, if you're getting them to even feel slightly bad about not growing organically and maybe some of them lean to it, you've made a much bigger difference than taking your 0.3 hectares and going full biodynamic and growing approximately one grape per plant. Mm Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> one very large grape. What if we just made I, the grapes larger? I, that's Hear me out. One large grape per plant, but the size of a human head. You get a lot of juice, way less work. Let's I talk to Monsanto about this. I think it might be a null question though, because like, what's the what's what is their benefit from for doing that? Well, the their benefit is that people are talking about orange wine and they want to get in on it. Well, you can make orange wine without being organic, yeah. Right? Which they undoubtedly will. They will make. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, they'll, they'll make a garbage natty yeah. cuvee. Yeah. Well, the, the cool. No, no sulfites. Grown orange. conventional. Yeah. yeah. No sulfites, but made from grape extracts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, this is what I see. This is what I see. I don't know. I, that's going to happen if it hasn't already. So. So is is in ten years is natural wine going to be? 
scalable? Is it going to be something that we want to see? I think, or is it going to be um, something like fucked up and twisted? I think inherently it can't be scalable. I think inherently yeah. it has to be local. We need better, good local wine to be made everywhere, and we're going to have to live with the fact that we won't taste some stuff from across the world. If you are a natural wine producer in fifteen years. I'm sorry, a natural wine restaurant in 15 years. I would love you to consider before you think about a wine from France, something from the Hudson Valley, because it's right by New York. You can still buy French wine for your fucking list, but if you're looking for your cheap by the glass, Mm. the Hudson Valley could probably scale up and make natural wine for $10 a glass because it's the fucking Hudson Valley. And like it's an ugly place full of garbage racists. It's where I'm from, which is why I'm a garbage racist. And I will list all the good races in a row right now. That was last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got to wrap this. Oh, okay. What are your final thoughts on Gabbro? Pass. <laughs> Do we think it's just bad? Like all pass. the wines were boring, right? Pass. I hate Hard them. Hard pass. I want. I want someone. Hey, eagle-eyed listeners out there, send us your recos, sharper recommendations for good. Gabbro soil muscadet that we missed out on. Please send them to Kevin and not to me because I will send not. Send it to Kevin at ducksemail.com. I will not read them. I swear to fucking God. I get enough DMs from you people. I love it. I love you all, but please don't DM me anymore. Um, Brian, thank you for being here today. Yeah. Brian works at Heritage Wines, amazing natural wine store in the Fort Green area. And that is French for Green Fort. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you have anything is. else you want to plug right now? Well, I mean, our party was awesome. Our party was yesterday. I had a great time. Should we just drop this on a Saturday? Can we? Do you no one's going to listen to it on a Saturday. Okay. Our no. friend, our fans have lives. I want to to plug this party, but no one's going to come to this party. We're going to do it on Instagram. Okay, we'll plug it on Instagram. No, I mean the party was great. I had a great time. I, I am still hung over. I did make some regrettable decisions, and I do apologize to those I love about those decisions. You brought a lot of chameleons, and that was crazy. A lot of chameleons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always thought that was a weird thing. Yeah. But. Um, And I am so sorry for what I did. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Love you guys. We love you too, man. You both sell me one. Both, you know. Like you guys. doing it too. Yeah. Not me. I'm going to kill myself. Uh, well, thanks for listening. We got one more fucking Muscame episode coming up. Oh, Jesus. This Can you imagine if we had tried to separate this into Gabbro and Clay? It would uh, be so bad. God damn it, bitch. We're going to do Milan de Bergone from around the world. You guys aren't even going to know what We're you. probably just going to do Chablis. Just don't fucking add us. I don't give <laughs> awesome. a shit. God's not real. Where, where's Joe again? Oh, man. Hey, thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Discorgeous.